Hey everybody, welcome to episode one of The Scapegoats, a Yu-Gi-Oh! podcast where we discuss all things Yu-Gi-Oh! I'm here with my co-hosts, Cam, Emerson, and Matt. How uh, how are you guys feeling tonight? Well, I'm, I'm good. feeling pretty good. I'm excited. <laughs> Barely okay. kicking, to be honest. Awesome, no. awesome. Uh, so, I mean, it's finally happening, right? The, the collaboration that everyone's been asking for. And so, by everybody, <laughs> you mean no one at all. <laughs> right. So today we're going to be going over the ban list, and uh, yes, it is the same ban list that came out a month ago, but uh, we've uh, made it a point not to get too involved with the new format yet, so we can have this discussion in its purest form. We're just going to start at the top, go straight down, but before we get into all that, since it is episode one, uh, we all wanted to do a short little intro so you guys can get to know us a little bit. So uh, Cam, you want to start us off with that? Sure. I am Cam. I live in Elizabethtown, Kentucky. We all met through Yu-Gi-Oh, ironically. And the first deck that I ever seriously made was Shadal. Matt, what about you? Yeah, I'm uh, in the same town as you. And uh, I've been playing competitively since 2014. 2014 is when I went to my first locals. And 2015 started going to regionals around that time. And the first competitive deck I had was Dragon Ruler Lightsworn. Nice. Uh, What about you, Emerson? (laughs) <laughs> what's up guys i'm emerson um originally from west virginia i live in louisville now but i met everyone it was you know again through Yu-Gi-Oh because uh, i took a brief well like a five-year hiatus i started playing uh Bujin and like light sworn those were like my first two decks and then uh i saw everyone playing when i moved to um louisville for a job and i was like oh man i should get back into Yu-Gi-Oh because i have no friends and then I played my first serious deck. I just went to like Target and got three structure decks of uh, Monarchs Erupt or whatever it is. Uh, that Monarch structure deck. And so, yeah. And then, obviously, everyone else critiques me on how I had a garbage deck. And hopefully, I play not a garbage deck anymore. So, yeah. Nice. He came to Locals with a banned card. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Was, <laughs> Which banned card was it, though? It was the uh, the pantheism, right? Because uh, like I think the oh yeah, yeah. oh yeah, is it one? You yeah, I remember. And I had yeah. two, and then someone is like, "Wait, did you play a second pantheism?" And I was like, uh, "Yeah." And he's like, "Oh, you, you lose." I'm like, "What?" And <laughs> so <lose>. yeah, <laughs> nice, nice. So yeah, yeah. Emerson doesn't keep up with the ban list much, but uh, but if you need to know anything about 2014 Bujins, he's your guy. Go straight to him. Those legacy formats. <laughs> For those of you who are getting back into uh, the, you know, Yu-Gi-Oh, I'm going to be your guy because I'm going to ask a lot of questions because I don't know. I legitimately don't know. So Yeah. I'll, uh, I'll round us out there. So I'm Josh. I'm actually uh, up here in Lexington, Kentucky, a couple hours away from the rest of the guys. But uh, I've been playing for about four or five years, which actually means I think we've all been friends for about four or five years, which is crazy to think about, uh-huh. which is cool. But uh, yeah, my favorite yeah. deck of all time is uh, Sky Striker, so do with that information what you will. But <clears throat> if uh, if that covers that... Hey, uh, we're, we're not judging. We're not judging, Josh. Right. Yeah. Right. Of course, of course. Judge please down. <laughs> but uh, if that covers everything, we can uh, go ahead and hop into it here. So before each card, I'm going to give you guys a brief rundown of what it does, and then uh, we'll open it up to some thoughts, opinions, uh, whatever, really. So <clears throat> first up... Arch Nemesis Protos. So this is a card that was unlimited, and uh, I'm not going to read it verbatim, but essentially, uh, can't be normal summoned or set. You can banish three monsters of different attributes from your graveyard or field to summon it. It can't be destroyed by card effects, and you can declare one attribute of a monster on the field, destroy all of those monsters with that attribute, and then for the uh, until the end of the next turn... So if you do it on your turn, end of your opponents, neither player can special summon monsters with that attribute. So I actually want to kick this one off because I played this card in uh, Sword Soul, and uh, uh, man, this card is good. You know, I didn't expect what? it to get hit because Sword Soul is like fairly new. Uh, you know, it came out, I think last format was its first uh, format at the helm there. But uh, I think the real problem with this card is that it's searchable in Sword Soul. So, you know, uh, yeah, if you know what you're playing against, you just search it, put it on the field, you can set up for uh, a bunch of different attributes and just lock your opponent out of the game. So, no, I was surprised, but, like, I, I don't think it's a bad hit or anything. What about you guys? 
So you're saying this card got banned because of Stuart's fault? Because I felt like it wasn't a problem. Because I was like wondering, I was like, why is this even banned? But you said, oh, because of Stuart's fault. Right, yeah. I mean, because it, it, it didn't worm. really see... It is a worm, yeah. It didn't really see a ton of competitive play. I think uh, there's another one, Eschatos, Arch Nemesis Eschatos, that I've seen a little bit that does a similar yeah. thing. But uh, Protos really came to the, the forefront once uh, Sword Soul came onto the scene. And, and I mean... They can search it. They put the attributes in the grave pretty easily, so it's really easy to summon. It's also good going yeah. first or second, because you can just board wipe mm-hmm. your opponent with whatever attribute they have. So, pretty good card. Well, mm-hmm. it's, it's also, like, the least healthy game mechanic, in my opinion. Like, lingering floodgate effects are the most degenerate flood, like thing that exists in Yu-Gi-Oh! And I'm just happy to see it gone. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I don't... I'm not gonna lie, I don't know a whole lot about Sword Soul. I don't think I've... Uh, it's not a deck that you see very often at our locals, but I do think since, you know, now hearing that it was searchable, the fact that like, you know, you can go first or second with it is is kind of nuts. You know, it's one of those things where knowledge becomes a little bit too powerful, you know, because like Josh says, certain decks that, you know, rely on a certain attribute, just not being able to use that, you know, literally just turning off a turn, yep. cards that just turn off turns. That's that's not good, you know, that's not good gameplay. You know, nobody really enjoys playing against that. You know, I wouldn't necessarily, I don't know that I would consider it necessarily broken, but anything that takes the fun out of a game like that, you know, is 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 just fine on the ban list, in my opinion. Yeah, 100%. And, okay, so next card on the ban list, we have Eva. So uh, Matt is our resident Drytron player, so you want to kick us off with that one? Or actually, let me let me uh, read it first, so everybody knows what it does. If it's sent to the okay. grave, you can banish two other light fairies from your field or grave. Add the same number of level two light fairies with different names to your hand, and that's Eva. Okay, Eva was the only good thing loved about playing Drytrons because now the deck effectively ends on like one or two negates with uh, like discard fodder for Herald, and that's it. Eva was the only like pushing through power. That made the deck like competitively viable. I'm sure you can like go to locals and win with this deck still, but without Eva, the 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 whole power curve of that deck really it falls down flat. Even with like Ben Ten and stuff, like well, well, only what one? Yeah, yeah Ben Ten's at one. So, I mean, if Ben Ten was a three, the deck's got infinite power and you just keep going and going and going. But it's not. I'm not gonna lie to you. As someone who has lost against Drytron as many times as I have. I'm perfectly okay with this hit. I think the deck... I understand when a deck, you know, ha- can put up a lot of negates and interruptions, and I'm fine with that, but this deck was so resilient. It just seemed like it went on and on forever, so I have no complaints about this card. Yeah, fuck Drytron. <laughs> uh, <laughs> honestly, it's pretty fair. Uh, Drytron is probably overpowered for a while, so I'm not too mad about it. I mean, I did I did think it was kind of a weird hit, because, like, you know, I, I'd played online on, like, Nexus for a while, and, like, I'd get destroyed by Drytron a few times, because, you know, they can put up, they put up, what, like, 10 disruptions or something crazy like that. Uh, but, like, it wasn't at the top of the meta. It was, like, right below the best decks, but, I like like you guys said, like, I'm totally cool with a combo deck like that getting the hit. So, uh, cool with that. Anything else to say about it? Not at all. All right, next we have Samorg, Bird of Sovereignty. Uh, so what this card does, it's a link three. It can't, uh, your opponent can't target this. Uh, sorry. I'll edit that out. <clears throat> so what this card does, it's a link three. It gives anything that it's, uh, pointing to targeting protection. So already good. If it's destroyed by battle, you can destroy some more card you control instead. That doesn't matter. Uh, but during the end phase this is the important effect. You can special a wing beast from your hand or deck with a level equal to or lower than the total number of unused zones on the field. So what that would typically mean is uh, Apex Avion for a negate, or Barrier Statue of the Stormwinds if you want to lock your opponent out of special summoning. Uh, so this is a hit to uh, to Burt's Tri Brigade Lyralisk. Kind of a, a light one, I think, but that was the best deck of the format, so I think uh, mm-hmm. he deserved one. I'm completely fine with this hit. I think that it was good because uh, the birds... What could already like play through like hand traps, and tri brigade could already play through hand traps. But then like you could break their board, but then you'd have to have an answer for like the uh, the floodgate as well. So it's I think it's a fair hit. Yeah, and that that's the thing is like even if you could break the board, 
if you don't answer the Samorg, it just summons uh, either Apex Avion on your end phase for another negate, so they'll just kill you next turn, or they just summon follow-up, like Nerval or something to search. So like, not only do you have to break the board and answer the Floodgate through targeting protection, if you don't get rid of the Samorg itself, they get more stuff later, so pretty crazy. Another thing to note about this card is uh, I did play Tri Brigade for a little bit, and I would play the Barrier Statue, so it gives it targeting protection while being under the Samorg, but typically within combo, if you make this with still having a normal summon up, you also get Almirage. So you have Almirage for protection, which I believe is destruction, and then you have this to protect yeah. it from being targeted. So now you have a Floodgate that I mean, isn't impossible to deal with, but it's getting very difficult at that point to deal with. And it's forcing you to play things like the, the certain, a specific kaiju. And I think that was, I think the fact that it says unused spell and trap, they might as well have just said summon a winged beast. Let's be honest. Like <laughs> it really doesn't matter. Like yeah. that's so stupid. Yeah. That is the lightest restriction I've ever seen on a card. What about, uh, what about you, it's Emerson? Like you play Trap Brigade? Right? I know. I, I mean, I, I liked that. I feel like anything that shuts off like a core mechanic of the game for your opponent is just so good. So I'm not mad about it getting hit. Well, Agreed. yeah, I, I, I is one of those things like that I looked at and like I remember when that came out and I was like, there's no way that that's going to be legal forever. It's going to get hit at some point. Now is the time. It's one of those cards that if this if it didn't get banned for this deck, it was going to get banned for another deck. So it was only a matter of time. 100%. Speaking of core mechanics of the game, <laughs> <laughs> our next card! <laughs> so, one third of every card ever printed. <laughs> exactly, exactly, right? For the small cost of 700 life points, which I guess uh, they thought was okay when they made it every single turn, because that balances it. But Imperial Order, yeah, just, uh, I mean, it negates spells. Everybody knows this card. I don't know anybody yeah. that likes this card. I mean, I, I could be wrong. Like, what, what do you guys think? Hitler. Hitler was a big fan, I heard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, 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 I've played against people. I've honestly been the person that consistently just opens up this one of. And it is just disappointing when, when you... Most decks rely on spells to an extent. Either a lot or maybe not as much as others. But you rely on spells. So being able to just be shut down... Like Matt said, from a core mechanic of the game, and like Emerson said before, it just it just makes for bad gameplay, bad interactions. So I don't think anyone's extremely mad about this hit at all, but correct me if I'm wrong. It's just like the worst feeling is like you're like side deck into like spell and trap removal, and you'll go like they'll like set three cards in the first time and in, on their first turn, and then you'll go like standby phase, I'll twin twister that. And then they just flip order on you, and you're just like, oh, so I, I still get punished even for, like, siding correctly, too. It's, and like, you get to discard a card. <laughs> yeah, you get the privilege yeah. of discarding a card. Yeah, I mean, obviously, as a Sky Striker player, like, I've never really liked this card much. But I think what really did it is it, it went from being a card that's played in, like, Altergeist and, like, just stun decks to Tri Brigade, Lyralisk, Sword Soul, like, these meta decks, these top-of-the-meta decks, playing it as well. Playing it so as it's well. like, you know, yeah. if you if you rely on spells in any capacity, you also have to be prepared for that. So, yeah, no one's going to miss it. And that actually wraps up that section of the list. So next, we have cool. Limited. Uh, first up, we got Astrograph Sorcerer. It was forbidden. It's now come back to one. So... It's a pendulum, level 7. During your main phase, you can destroy the card and summon a Stargazer Magician from deck, or either put it in your pendulum zone or special summon it. Uh, that doesn't matter as much. Its main effect is if a card is destroyed uh, by battle or card effect, a card you control, you special it from your hand, and then you choose one monster in your graveyard, extra deck, or banish zone that was destroyed this turn, and add another copy of it from your deck to your hand. It's also got another effect to help summon Zark. Uh, but that's not too relevant. So it's a tool for Pendulum. So it's banned, right? It, it was banned, yeah. They brought it back to one. Uh, I think they oh. hit it around the time Electromite came out. Yeah. Actually, you, you got to play with it for shortly a after. Yeah, shortly yeah, after. Yeah, shortly after. Yeah. Do you guys have any experience with this card? I might have been the... I I, sorry. So I, I love this card. I've honestly always kind of loved this card, even when I didn't really play 
Pendulum Magicians because I've never I know Josh you you're a, you're a big you you were a big Pendulum Magician guy. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, in my opinion, I don't think this does enough. Speaking of Electromite, I mean that was the bread and butter, and then comboing Astrograph with Electromite <laughs> was the bread and butter. Like that was just a crazy combo. It's a great card, don't get me wrong, but I I don't really think it does uh, a whole lot, even with the other card that we will be talking about that also was moved around on the ban list that honestly I think is actually a bigger deal than this one, but we'll get there when we get there. But that's all I have to say about this. So you don't think that this card alone will be enough to make Pendulum like a a top deck? I do not personally. I'm with I you. think you could take Pendulum to local and have a fun time, but I don't think you're going to take it to a regional and have a fun time. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Unless you're Triff. If you're Triff, you can take it anywhere. But <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you can take it to the to the dump and have fun. <laughs> yeah. But no, I, I'm with you guys. I, I think, it, I mean, it scares me a little bit because, like, this effectively can search any monster in the game as long as you destroyed one of it earlier in the turn. So you can get a little crazy, but like at one, Electromite's gone. It's not going to do a ton. There is a new Pendulum card coming out that uh, destroys cards, but yeah, I don't think it's a huge deal for this one. So if that's all for that, uh, next we have Distrito, the Lost Dragon's Frisson. I thought it was Frisson, but it's Frisson. Yeah, it's Uh, Frisson. I don't like that. Right. I'm not going to say that. I refuse. Like, you don't like the name, or you don't like the card coming back? No, the fr- the, the Frisian. Oh, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> With you. But yeah, it was forbidden. It's coming back to one. So what this does, if it's in your hand or graveyard, pay half your life points, target a level six or lower monster you control, summon it, and it does some level modulation. Essentially, it equals out to always having material for a level seven synchro on the field. With, mm-hmm. with itself and whatever you target. And then when it leaves the field, you put it on the bottom of the deck. Uh... This card scares me a little bit. What do you guys think? So, I would say before, I wouldn't care. If I remember right, y'all correct me if I'm wrong, but I think its main use was to make Ancient Fairy Dragon. Mm. I remember it was a whole thing with spirals and all that. Mm, But I I think the reason, uh, Josh, it might be scaring you is because there's a card called... uh, Oh, what is that card? I don't know. Halkia Fibrax? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Maybe a small part of it. it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I'm it's... just scared of like uh, Yazi Mirror combos still. Well, that too, and like I remember uh, decks like this card got pretty popular for a while, where even Trickstar was just like shoving three of this in there because you just make Yazi pop some stuff, untargetable, summon more stuff. You know, it's it's. I mean, it's just such a good card, and I'm so I, it just confuses me, right? You know, I get I get excited, I get happy when Konami does good things like banning Eva. Right to hit Drytron or Samorg <laughs> to hit the best combo okay, deck of the format, but then they bring back Destrudo, which is just a generic for any deck that wants to play it. Like no no restriction whatsoever. Just throw it in there mm-hmm. and make it easier to do some Halk lines. Also good going second to do uh, you know your Yazi stuff. I just uh, I'm not a fan, and it's a dragon for Dragon Link. So yeah, I was yeah. Dragon Link's really gonna like this, right? So I I'm mm-hmm. not a huge fan of them bringing this back. I don't think. It's going to be a major issue, which I guess is their logic, right? It's like if it's not going to impact the top of the meta that much, then who cares? But I think it will one day. Maybe just not now. It has potential to be broken. Oh, 100%. 100%. Yes. All right. Anything else on that one? <laughs> All right. So next up, we got Fairy Tale Snow. Uh, this is another one that scares me a little bit, but. Uh, essentially oh. banish seven <laughs> seven cards that either you control or i believe it's from anywhere actually yeah hand field or grave it is banish, field grave yeah banish seven cards special summon it it also book of moon something when it's summoned and most importantly it's not once per turn so if you have the material to summon it you can keep doing it so uh thoughts mm. opinions as long as this card is unbanned colossus will never come off and if it does it'll be absolutely broken yeah, Thunder Dragon got a buff with this one. That's the only real impact. I think I think it makes like Lightstorm more playable, but I don't think yeah. they're anywhere near top tier right now. Well, Would you throw it in like well, like graveyard or like zombie decks or things like that? Would it make it better or not? Nah? I think so. Yeah, like any deck that you mills. Could, yeah, and like milling is so mm. good now too. Like because they have you have that level eight synchro, the chaos dragon that mills five. You you can do a bunch of shenanigans, but I mean at one. 
is it gonna is it gonna make decks that use it you know better than the the top of the meta i don't think so but no it's another one i, mean, that I, I probably is, pretty consistently get it in there yeah it is another one that i think is at the very least going to be annoying like i think you'll run into it if you go to a regional for sure uh once or twice so not a fan I, of that i do one think either. one i do think one thing to one thing to note about snow correct me if i'm wrong but i'm pretty sure whenever before snow was banned uh the gizmet cards were not really floating around all the time right. and now they are so you have like gizmet orochi which you know we all know what that you know su- you know banish resummon itself kind of the same thing but also a pretty good card and at our locals we do see things like grand maju a lot and uh oh, yeah. this w- this would make grand maju really good or maybe not really good but definitely a lot better even just one copy of it so I think that's a little bit scary, assuming they don't banish it off the top, you know, which is very possible. <laughs> but uh, if they do get it in the grave, I think that could be a little problematic. But, you know, like like Josh said, I don't see it overtaking the meta or, you know, really probably not even winning locals, to be honest. But it, it, it could be annoying. Yeah. Speaking of Grin Maju, you, you can play the Danger Engine and just make Curious super easily and then just dump, dump Snow. It. Yeah, because you're already playing the Danger and like Grin Maju stuff, so... Mm. Yeah, and I think that's something I didn't think about the Gizmex stuff is like, yeah, that that does a similar thing. So maybe that's the logic and links are huge now. You can't flip those down. So maybe they thought it didn't matter right. that much. So yeah, not a, I, I'm, not, I'm not a fan of it, but you know, like you said, I don't think it's going to destroy the format or anything. So next up, Lunalite Tiger. Uh, once per turn, it's a Pendulum Monster. Once per turn, you can target one Lunalite monster in your graveyard, special summon it, but, and this is what balances the card, but it can't attack. Its effects are negated, and also it's destroyed during the end phase. And its monster effect is, if it were to be destroyed about a card effect, you can target a Lunalite monster in your graveyard and special summon it as well. So the important thing to note, the Pendulum effect is not once per turn. So I'm no Lunalite, oh, okay. I'm no Lunalite expert. I do remember, you know, you dump Zephyros, you use this, summon something back, Zephyros bounces this back to hand to summon itself, you can activate it again, summon it, uh, and I'm sure there's other ways to abuse it too. I just, I didn't play much in that uh, Lunalite as a thought format when this stuff was big, and I think that's what got this banned, right? Uh, yeah, I was going to ask the same question, I don't even know, to be honest. Yeah, I'm pretty sure the, that's the what deck it was. Is just, the deck is just so resilient, like, all you need to, like, combo off and, like, Luna Light since Tiger's unbanned now is like one copy of Foolish Burial Goods and you're like off to the races. Yeah. Anybody else have anything for that one? Uh, just the general overall power level of Luna Lights is like you're talking about Zephyrus the Elite and it's like they have their own in archetype version of that so it's just like super consistently you can get that in the graveyard no problem. Yeah. Yep. Alright cool so Next up, we have Leerlisk Recital Starling. So this is a card, again, played in the Tri-Brigade Leerlisk deck, so it's a hit to that. Uh, it's a level 1, or sorry, rank 1 XC monster. It takes 2 plus level 1 monsters. If it's summoned, you can target a monster on the field. It gains 300 in attack and defense for each material on the card, so that's just nice. But once per turn, you can detach a material, add one level 1 winged beast monster from your deck to your hand. So DD Crow, more Leerlisk, more Leerlisk stuff, uh, Nerval to get your Tri-Brigade plays started. And uh, what they would do is they go into one Recital Starling, get some value off it with the search, go into a second Recital Starling, get some value off it with the search, because it is a soft once per turn. Uh, And then they would overlay both of those into the uh, Utopic, uh, the F-Zero Utopic guy, and then turn that into Utopic Future Dragon. So essentially with this card at multiple copies, you would get two searches and turn it into an indestructible monster to gate. Uh, Wow. I'm cool with this hit. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm okay with it too. I'm not going to lie. I Before this conversation right here, I didn't know why this card was so broken. Mm-hmm. I mean, just the fact that you can search CD Crow is good, but not ban worthy. Yeah. Uh, and even being able to search like Lyrilus stuff, I didn't feel like was ban worthy. But it not being a hard once per turn and being able to turn it into the Draco future guy mm-hmm. uh that that does seem pretty good and i'm i'm i i'm sure they already put up enough besides just making that anyway so uh yeah i mean i i understand why i think i'm fine with that yeah and then you combine it with tri brigade and that it just makes the deck <laughs> yeah. better yeah it's absolutely yeah. insane and i mean 
they can still do it, but this at least forces them to make some other rank one, uh, hopefully a shitty rank one, and then do it that way and not get another search off of it. So they have to be a little more careful. So this and some more Utopia roots. Yeah, yeah, they can make that. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, this is this and the bird. Uh, they're pretty light hits comparatively. Like the deck's definitely still good, but I'm glad it got hit. I will take it. All right, anything else on that one? No, thank you. Awesome. So here, uh, here's an interesting one. Monster Gate. Uh, this is something that was unlimited. It was at three copies, and it is now at one. Uh, it reads, Tribute one monster, ex excavate cards from the top of your deck until you excavate a monster that can be normal summoner set, you special it, and send the rest of your cards to the graveyard. Do you guys have any idea why they hit this card? It's no. gotta be in preparation of something. That's all right. I can think of. Yeah. Literally, they, they change this card where it's at in the ban list so many times. It's just like, the card is either broken or it's not, and I'm pretty sure it's not broken. Like, what deck abuses this? Like, Infernoids and that's it? Oh, well, I have an answer for, like, for you guys. Yeah, decks, I guess. <laughs> what? Are you guys ready for this? I think this is why they hit it. Machina. Oh. Okay, I expected mm. a bigger reaction than that, but... <laughs> yeah, let's do it again? I forgot. I, I know I've seen him. So no one knows what Machina is. <laughs> well, Machina's not terrible. I feel like it's a deck that it's on like the cusp of being very good. Oh, but, like, yeah. it's just not quite there yet. Yeah. So. The, the, oh, the um, cards they play in ABC. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Those. But there's there we uh, go. Okay. There's a very interesting card here. Uh, it's a it's a newly released. And I say newly, uh, like last format, but it's a Machina card. It's called Machina Ruined Force. Level 10 machine. Attack 4600. Defense 4100. I'm going to read you guys the important effect here. So it can't be normal summoned or set. Must be special summoned from your graveyard by banishing machine monsters uh, from your graveyard whose total level equals 12 or more. Uh, and that's the only important effect. It has a couple other ones. but So essentially what you do, you play Reasoning, you play Monster Gate, and you play a bunch of cards in your deck that are level 12 machines that you can't summon, can't normal summon set. You monster gate something away or reasoning. You dump your deck into the graveyard. And with three Ruin Force, you can just banish one machine each time to special it, overlay for Gustav Max, and burn your opponent over and over for 2,000 uh, points of damage. So you just, yeah, you just FTK. So now that you mentioned that, I do very much remember watching the uh, mega or not mega capital G uh, mono blue Tron talk about that. Yeah, yeah, yep. And I mean, I could. Why are Yu-Gi-Oh players like this? <laughs> <laughs> I could be wrong here, but I feel like that's the only thing that makes sense, like for for hitting this card because it was on no one's radar beforehand. But no, definitely not. So I guess I'm cool with it. Even then, that sounds so inconsistent. I don't know. I see what the problem would be. Right. Well, you, you have left arm offering to search. You know, you, you got prosperity probably, or does that? I don't know. I'm not an expert with the deck, but cool. So Fair monster enough. game. Oh no, not my. <laughs> Just kidding. I can't even think of a deck that would play this card. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Now we have probably my least favorite hit on this entire list. Pot of Desires was unlimited, and now it's at one copy for some reason that that nobody understands. But it draws two. Banish ten, draw two. Uh, I'm actually passing it to you guys first. You, you guys take this one. I think okay. every single pot card should be at one. Oh, gosh! Oh, that's, that's an opinion. Oh, no. It is an opinion, for sure. <laughs> okay, so Josh and I have a history of going back and forth arguing about this card and, you can lump and what Emer it does or doesn't do. You can lump Emerson in there with it, too, because I heard last time and, we were and at Emerson. Locals, I heard him yeah. last time we were at Locals. He's like, I don't know why you'd play three of this, because I always banish my <laughs> stuff. I'd rather play two. I heard that entire conversation. Okay, we're always <laughs> arguing two versus three. But honestly, I think I... The one thing I can't agree with, Josh, I don't understand why we hit this card. Like, I don't right. feel like it's unfair by any means. Like, I mean, it's a great card. Draw two, plus one, I get it. I mean, it's a great card, but, like, I don't think it's banless worthy, to be completely honest. I feel like ban banishing ten, the top ten cards of your deck face down, keyword there, face down, mm -hmm. is a is a hefty cost. But, I mean, you're drawing two cards, I get it. I, I I completely disagree with this hit. I think it should have been left at three. 
there are so many other draw cards people are playing. People are playing Prosperity the most. You're even still seeing extravagant Extravagance floating around there. You know, True Draco, thank God, isn't flying around as much. But, you know, you would see, you know, Pot of Duality and stuff as well. But I, I don't understand why this was hit at all. So I'm, I'm going to say, I'm going to say bad, bad choice, Konami, on that one. <laughs> The only thing I could possibly see it, like, the reason for being hit is, like, Flunderese gets to play, like, nine draw cards in their deck, but that's the only thing I could see. Yeah, yeah and I don't think, um, what is it, like, the one, not the one-punch deck, the, uh, Grand Maju, I don't think it was that great of a deck, you know, so I don't think it needed hit there. No. But I, for one, am, am glad it is at one, because, you know, we would always argue oh, you need to play three of this card because it's so good, draw two. But I play a lot of decks where you can't afford to banish all three of the copies. And of course, I banish all, you know, I play ABC, okay, there goes three A's. Play Trabrigate, okay, there goes three of, like, Nerval. Uh, and then usually when I resolve it, it's like, oh, okay, banish ten, draw two more Pot of Desire. So I was never lucky with this card. So I'm just glad it's at one. So if I ever do want to play it for some reason, it's at one. You're yeah, definitely yeah. not going to be drawing a second and third copy of it anymore. I can <laughs> promise you of that. Yeah, that, that, that is for sure. Definitely the best part about this hit is that it ends the debate because you can only play one. The only thing I'd say is like beef squashed. Yeah, yeah. Is like maybe this was a hit to Sword Soul because they played Pot mm. of Desires, but like if that were the case, I feel like Konami would have had to be like, okay, we don't want to hit the Sword Soul engine because it's new. And they just put a bunch of cards on a wheel and, like, spun it and it landed on this or something. I don't know. <laughs> but the only thing yeah. I'll say, like, as far as, like, generic draw two, you know, it, it is pretty good. But I don't, I, like you said, Cam, I don't think it's broken nowadays. There's so much, yeah. like, look at, uh, what is it? Rocket Tracer. Like, that card does a ton by itself, too. It leads into a whole level 8 synchro that mills 5, adds 1 to your hand, you know, fuels your plays even more. There's so many cards that do so much more than just plus 1 you, you know. But when I did, when I actually came into the game, when I started playing, the very first ban list, they hit Upstart Goblin to 1. That was, like, the main generic draw. There were no pot cards. And then they released this. They released Card of Demise, Pot of Extravagance, uh, you know, all these generic draw. And I'm wondering. I love Card of Demise. Oh, me too. I, I'm so sad that that card got hit because it had. So, I, I feel like look, people don't like it, but it was pretty balanced. I mean, it had like five restrictions on it, right? But I'm wondering if this is like signaling that similar to that point in time, like late 2016, maybe generic draw was was too good, and then Yu-Gi-Oh kind of rose in power to the point where like generic draw is fine, and maybe it's going back to the point where it's too good. And they're going to hit other pot cards next. I don't know. I, I just this hit doesn't make sense to me. I hope they reverse it. So, I before we move on to the next 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 card, mm -hmm. since we're talking about cards that should have gotten banned but didn't, uh, I think everyone on this in this in this on this planet could agree. Why did Pot of Desires get hit? Mm -hmm. But Verte Anaconda is still floating around here. Right. Right, a hundred percent. Bro, that card is a probable problem. Oh man, it's been a problem. And we'll That's all I'm we'll talk about that later at the very end. Once we uh, get uh, past the the unlimits, we have like a little section where we'll talk about that in further detail. Oh, but you're good. No, yes, I, I yes. totally agree. I totally agree. So, anything else on Pot of Desires? Unfortunately, not. All right, all right. So that'll finish up the limited section. So moving on to the semi-limited list. So first up, we have a Hero Lives. It was limited. Pay 4,000 or pay half your life, I guess, uh, and summon a hero from deck. I don't care about this card. Very, very fair. Yeah. It's a one-card Dark Law, but that's about it. Right. DP is the only yeah, hero that uh, I care about. Yeah, I mean, honestly, Heroes is, is a great deck. I think it's definitely a deck that you can go to locals and do well with. I... I'm not going to lie to you. I don't even know that... I don't know a whole lot about heroes, but I don't even know that they would even play another copy of this card. But it's The deck is extremely consistent. You have three Stratos. You have... Isn't... Is Emergency Call still three? I think so, yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, I don't even really think this is even necessary. I don't think heroes, with what they have now, are ever going to get to the point where they're meta-breaking or anything. So, But this, this card's just... It's pretty good, but that, that's about it. So I have the nothing really to say about that. The hero deck already has so many extenders, so it's just like, it really doesn't need this. 
Alright, so Fusion Another Destinies. Another hero card next. Another hero card, yeah. So it was unlimited. Uh, it's now at two. This is the oh card that summons boy. DPE. And that's all we really need to know about it. What do you guys think about this hit? I think it's they ridiculous. saved the game with this. Oh, thank <laughs> God that we... Thank God we we cut this card down to two when it's getting sent off Verte Anaconda. Oh, thank God. Right. Oh, I'm so happy. Bro, what were they even thinking? This is... This is a spit in the face, to be honest. Oh, yeah, that's yeah, ridiculous. I try to put myself in Konami's mindset, right, when they're doing this. Not not to shit talk Konami a bunch, because they, they get it from every direction. But, like, I feel like the only <laughs> thing that makes sense is, like, they looked at this card and they were like, all right, everybody knows DPE is a problem. They're going to expect us to hit something, but we don't want to get rid of it, because I think the set is still in print, so maybe they want to make money off of it. So they're like, ah, oh, exactly. perfect, we'll hit it, to make it look like we care about it, but we're not actually going to do anything. <laughs> so, like, because this does nothing. Yes, I mean, this does nothing. And not only that, uh, yes, they're trying to make money off DPE, but another little bitty money maker. I know it doesn't cost near as much, but with Verte being printed in the uh, El Dorado set, you know that's another reason to buy El Dorado. So if they hit uh, Verte, oh no, they might sell one less box of El Dorado. So you know that might have been in the back of their mind too. I don't know. This is. Like I said, this is a slap in the face, if you ask me. Well, do yeah. you guys think DPE is a problem, or do you think it's Verte? Verte is my opinion. Definitely. Me too, Verte. I agree. Because I can deal with heroes activating Fusion Destiny, and oh no, I don't have Ash, or I wasted my Ash. Okay, now I have to deal with a powerful card. That's my fault. I just don't think other decks should be able to have an infinite pop plus a pot of greed in the graveyard. It's too much. Yeah, right. Right. So, yeah. Good I think we're all in agreement on that one. Yeah. Next up, we have Nadir Servant. Was unlimited, now at two. This card is a Dogmatica card. Uh, essentially, you send a card from your extra deck to the graveyard, add a Dogmatica to your hand, and then you can't special from the extra deck for the rest of the turn. I'm a fan of this hit, uh, even though it's like not a big deal. This card's insane. I mean, it's a uh, it's a monster negate in Florida Lee uh, at the end of you know doing your shenanigans plus Winda if you send Apcolone. So a, a negate plus a floodgate by itself. So I'm I'm cool with this, I no problems. It's it's honestly I, I like the card a lot. To be honest, I've I've played it in some different Dogmatica builds and stuff. I really like the card. Mm-hmm. I think it's a really cool concept. I think the Dogmatica concept itself is just you know really interesting. Sending stuff from the extra deck to the grave. I think that's cool. I definitely see how it could be you know broken. It is a one card window in pretty much any deck, which is pretty good. And not only that. Uh, you also get to send a dark monster if they have a dark monster uh, when you summon the window, so that's that's pretty good. But I kind of feel about it like I feel about Fusion Destiny. I mean, hitting it to two, like, I mean, it doesn't really do a whole lot. I mean, it does more than hitting Fusion Destiny to two, don't get me wrong. Right. But I just still feel like it doesn't do much. I feel like it's... I feel like Nadir is one of those cards you, like, hit to one or ban or leave it at three. You know what I mean? Two just seems weird to me. But that's how I feel about it. I know, it's like a search card. It's not like, I mean, it's a starter card and it's a search card. So it's like you have to draw it to do the thing with it. It's not like searchable in engine or anything. So I, I agree with you, Cam. Well, that's yeah. why I'm cool, I think, with it being at two. Because, like, I'm also a big fan of the Dogmatica cards themselves. Because, like, I think they're based off of Dark Souls, right? I mean, I'm a Dark Souls fan. So. Yeah, Dark Souls and Catholic priests. Or Catholic saints. But yeah, I mean, that's why I'm cool with it being at two. You can still play it. You just see it a little less often. Because it is really frustrating to ash something and then have Nadir activated right after that. So, yeah, that'll do it for me on you that You gotta do it at the end of your turn still, though. Yeah. Alright, so next up, uh, Salaman Great Circle was limited, now back to two. I could not care less about this card. It searches a Salaman Great and it's a quick play. Uh, I think they're gonna need to do better than that. <laughs> I, I, I agree. I, I just don't think it does a whole lot. I think Salaman Great is... It's okay. I like it. Like we, yeah. I mean, like like we've said. I mean, you you can go to locals and and probably probably do well with it. I would Mm -hmm. say, but I I don't think the two over one circle is is going to uh, make a world of difference. But you know, Salomon Great's cool, so they 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 can have it. (laughs) I still don't see it being. I don't see it affecting the meta. Is I guess my point. Yeah. I think it'll always be a decent deck as long as the engine's intact because it can play so many tech cards. 
Um, like you can shove, you know, 12, 14 hand traps in there and some strikes or something. So like, this is nice for consistency, but yeah, I agree. I don't think it's going to really affect too much. Anything from you, Matt? I think it's like the, it's like, just all I'd like to mention, it's like, if, if like, I think it's like the perfect, like deck for like someone just getting into Yu-Gi-Oh! Cause it's super cheap except for access code, which is still not that expensive. And, uh, I think putting that deck to slightly more powerful would be generally better for the entire community. Yeah, that's fine. So I have no problem uh, with also, this. Yeah. And I just, uh, I just realized we did not address Emerson. <laughs> so the reason that Emerson hasn't been <laughs> talking, he, he, he had to go take care of, uh, take care of some stuff, uh, in prep for work. So we're uh, finishing it out here. But yeah, anything else on circle for you guys? He sends his regards. Um, I'm excited so about this next card. Yeah, it's. I am also excited for this next card. How ironic! Do you, Do you want to introduce it? <laughs> introduce it. Yeah, go for it. Oh, I will. Okay, it is the title of our podcast. Scapegoat went from limited to semi-limited. Great promo for us. Uh, yeah, fantastic. <laughs> uh, I, I, I think it's. I, I mean, honestly, it's cool, and I love it for that fact. But uh, besides that. I don't think it has any meta relevance whatsoever. The last time it was used was... I remember it was being flipped on your opponent's turn. And then if they stuck around, the next turn you could turn them into some Link Monsters. Because there's no restrictions regarding Link Monsters. And that was it. Uh, That's fine. If they want to do that, by all means. I still don't think anybody's going to really play it. But you can make two Mrs. Radiance with it. Ooh. Oh, I remember when that was the play. Yeah. What, what do you yeah. think, Matt? Yeah. Uh, I think it's very good to come off the list, and I think it will see play at the local level, but nothing farther than that. See, this might be the first time that I, I disagree with you guys slightly. This card scares the hell out of me. This card is it, it is nuts. I mean, back when, back when this was at three, and like Trickstar played it, Trickstar Skystriker, whatever... It felt, at least for me, like almost impossible to win if they went first and then set a scapegoat and I didn't get them to flip it early so I could take care of the tokens. If they flipped it in my end phase, I was losing that game, right? I think you guys are right, though, that it's probably not going to see play, but I don't think it's because it's not good enough to see play. I think it's because a lot of engines... Because the other thing with this card is you you can't special, I think, during the turn that you activate this except for itself and a lot of cards play on the opponent's turn now yeah you can't summon other monsters the turn you activate it a lot of engines play on the opponent's turn now so they can't play this and it is a little slow i'll give that to you guys if uh and it's really bad going second so i don't think it'll see a ton of play right now but i think this card will be ridiculous again one day that's my that's my bold take for the video is that we're gonna regret putting scapegoat to two and then probably to three on the next list, I think it's going to go back to one or banned at some point. That okay. is a fair point. I would, I think you're correct that it will probably, there's just no good deck to put it in right now. Cause like it requires like two or three extra deck spaces and like every extra deck super tight right now. Yeah. And I, I think you're right. It will probably eventually be broken in the deck that can take advantage of it, but I don't think it's anytime soon. Yeah. But that's good. I hope. I hope it actually now. Now that I think about it, I hope it uh, becomes broken again because that's just great promo for us. If everybody's saying the word scapegoat <laughs> all the time, but yeah, I mean that. That's what I think about it. Anything else for you guys? All right. No, I think I'm good. So that's going to bring us to uh, our next to last section here, unlimited. Uh, so first up, we have Danger Nessie. This was at two. It has now been released to three. Uh, it shares the same effect as a danger. You reveal it in your hand. Your opponent randomly picks a card, discards it. If you if they don't pick this card, you summon it, draw a card. If they do pick this card, it what searches a danger to your hand. I think that's what Nessie does. Yes. Yeah, that's that one. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What do you guys think? I'm not gonna um, lie. I've never been a big fan of the danger stuff. I think it's a cool concept, but. Uh, <laughs> Just how long it takes to resolve their effects oh, effects right. in a tournament setting is 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 a little bit annoying, but you know obviously that shouldn't be taken into consideration. But I don't know i I don't really think it's going to make a huge difference. What is what is uh Sukunoko at right now? Is it a one? Is it at two now? It might be at two. I'll check. Like, give me a search it. Oh, Matt, you got it. 
I think it's it's either Fair a point. one or two. Because like that that's that's the only thing I have to say about it. Like it's Sukunoko, and then uh, what's the last one? Jackalope. Not Chupacabra. The Jackalope. Yeah, those are like the core three that you play, and then the rest are just filler. I'm mean, going second esque stuff. I don't know. I they're they're great cards. The dangers are great cards, but I I just don't really see. I don't really know what's really playing it right now. Can like uh, does that affect like Phantom Knights? Can Phantom Knights play that kind of kind of stuff? I think they I think did just, play it. Yeah, they did at a point. I don't know if current lists are still playing Tsuchinoko, but I think they might. Okay. If they are, they're just playing that one. Maybe Jackalope too. I don't think they're yeah, playing that. Gotcha. Scene. Right. The only two dangers that are uh, there's only two dangers that are uh, they're limited, and it's Snake and Jackalope. Gotcha. Yeah, it feels weird to me almost remembering a time where the dangers were like insane. And I mean, I guess a big yeah. part of that was the FTK, but right now, like, I, I honestly think you could put every danger to three and it wouldn't matter. <laughs> I don't think they're doing too yeah. much. But they they are part, you can, like, throw them all in a deck and make a, a deep draw where you just summon a bunch of dangers, draw cards, makes for you to draw more cards. That seems fun, but it's not going to be that good or anything. So what do you think, Matt? That might be the home of snow. Oh, right. Oh, sure. Yeah. 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 That could work. All right, cool. All right, next up we have right. my... F- well, I don't know if I'd say my favorite card on the list, but maybe. Performal Pal Skull Crobat Joker was at two. It is now at three. I'm so happy about this. Pendulum Magician is one of my favorite decks of all time. Pre-Electromite. But when this card's normal summoned, you can add a Performal Pal, Magician, or Odd-Eyes card from your deck to the hand, except itself. So just an Omni-Searcher <clears> for the whole archetype. Matt, you played this card for a while too, right? Or was it just Metal Foes? that you played for Pendulum? Uh, well, no, uh, I took Performer Pal, Metal Foes, uh, Abyss Actor to regional once. And, That's what uh, it, was. it was just like, it was after, it was right after Pepe format where they had the emergency ban list. So I just played one Joker, one, uh, Monkey Board, and one, uh, I think it was Wolf. One of the bad ones just for, no, 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 I played Lizard Draw and Gee Turtle. I played just those four names. Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah, I mean, I'm happy it's about it. It's not very relevant. I, my, that, that pre-Electromite Pendulum Magician deck, it was actually right after Link. Uh, Link's came out. It wasn't super powerful, but it was super... Well, I guess it was powerful for the format. It was like a top two deck, but it was more toolboxy. It wasn't like put up, uh, you know, five negates and win the game. And maybe that's a discussion for another day. I hate what they did to Pendulum. It was my favorite mechanic, and it's been reduced to... Basically, just a uh, pump out negates combo deck. It used to not be that, um, or it used to not have mm-hmm. to be that. But this is a good step in the right direction. I'm happy about it. I'll probably bring it to locals one day. So, uh, what about you, Cam? This is a card that I mean, I might. I, I don't. I know. I said earlier that I don't see the deck doing a whole lot right now, and I stand by that. Mm-hmm. But this is one of those cards. Whenever you see card effects that are just really short, sweet, and to the point, those are the ones you need to worry about. And I feel like this card has that going for it. It is so open. Perform a pal, yeah. magician, or odd eyes monster. No, we're not going to be adding perform a pals and odd eyes all that much. But just the fact that it can search any magician pendulum, that there is tons, tons of cards it can search. I would love to know actually how many cards this card could actually search, but I bet it is insane. This is a card right now. I think it's fine. But if they ever release like a broken card that fits into any of those three categories, this card's going right back on the list. I'm not going to lie to you. And, I, and so it's fine for right now, but this card kind of gives me scapegoat vibes, how Josh was saying. I, I think this card could be really problematic at some point, but not this second. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. I'm just happy I have it to play with again. So that'll be nice. Anything yeah. else on that one? Awesome. Can I tell a quick story about that card? Go for it. <laughs> yes, please! So, I already know what it is. <laughs> so I told the story a thousand times, but... Okay, so this was, like, uh, right when Mech Knight Invoked got popular, so, like, 2017, I think. And uh, we went to a, a Louisville up in... Re- uh, a regional up in Louisville. And uh, so I was playing against this kid, you know? You know, he's, like, a kid. He doesn't even have sleeves or anything. And this card was banned at the time. So He got the uh, rubber band? <laughs> Yeah, he's playing banned cards, and I, so he, he he summoned it though, and I was like, "Is that card banned?" And then I said, 
Hey, I'll just go ahead and affect failure anyways. So I, de- I negated a band <laughs> format. I think we should call those the rubber band kids. The, the kids yeah, that come fair. with the with the rubber band around their deck. So uh, yeah, you 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 had to availer a band card by the rubber band kid. Right. Oh, it's so painful to you. I hate seeing cards not in sleeves. So that's much. bad. But yeah, that's Joker. So. Next up, we have Red Eyes Darkness Metal Dragon. It was limited. It is now unlimited. Uh, this got errated to a hard once per turn, so I don't think this matters at all. Yeah. No. Very fair card with that. I don't think there's much to say about this. I'm glad it was this Red Eyes card and not the other Red Eyes card. That's for <laughs> yeah. Yep. All right. So next up, then Emergency Teleport uh, was at two. Uh, it went from one to two on the list before this, I believe, and now it's uh, to three. I think this card's going to see play. It's it's good. Yeah, I mean, definitely. It's, it's not once per turn. Uh, it's good going first and second. You can summon, you know, like an extender. You can summon Ghost Joker for disruption, whatever you want to do. So I think this card is going to be in a lot of places. I don't. I'm not going to lie. There is there's one deck in the format that's been in the format for a while that I don't know anything about or how to play it against it at all. Mm-hmm. And that is Virtual World. And I know they can play this card and utilize it uh, better than most decks. So uh, I guess I'm probably going to have to look into what that deck does. <laughs> because three emergency teleports seems crazy. I know a lot of people have talked about the effect it might have on Cosmos. I've been seeing that in tier lists and stuff on YouTube. I, I don't think that's going to do it, unfortunately. Uh, I think they're gonna they're gonna need some some something else like uh, uh, a new deck, but uh, <laughs> uh, but I, I don't know. I, I agree. I definitely think this card will see a lot of play. It's a, it's a great card at one, and it's an even better card at three. Yeah, no, I, I'm with, I think this card's gonna be insane at some point. I honestly might be back on the list at some point. But is uh, is Cosmo what got this card hit? Yeah, that was. Time, yeah. Oh, it had it had to have been. Okay. It had to have been because that was right as soon play- as I entered the game. I think Cosmo was a deck. It might have been. Uh, uh, what's that deck that was in the Necros sets that they printed like three thousand copies of? That was like just okay. Uh, uh, Ritual Beast. Yeah. Ritual Beast. Oh, Ritual Beast. Oh, yeah. Okay. Because I, I remember it. those old Ritual Beasts. Uh, you only played one copy of it, so it must have been at one at that time too. Maybe it was like Plant Synchro. I, I don't know. Some, something got this card hit, but it's back now. For some reason, I've always liked this card, though. But I think like same reasoning as going all the way back up to Destrudo. It's like an extender that I think combo decks are going to take a uh, huge advantage of. So I think it'll be back on the list at some point. But you know, I guess it's cool while it's here. So anything I'm else cool. for Emergency Teleport? All right, next up. I'm good. I, I wonder if this will be a controversial one for us, but uh, Raigeki, it was limited. It is now at three. What are your guys' thoughts on the Lightning Bolt, the OG Raigeki? I, I I think it's like a running gag that you go to locals and you put up a board, and for some reason your board doesn't have um, uh, destruction protection, and you get Raigeki. That's happened to me more times than I would like to admit. So the <laughs> fact that right. that... Regeki's not a bad card, like at all. Of course, it has it been power crept from when it came out. Of course, but is it a bad card by any means? No, I don't think so. Now, uh, what I do feel pretty strongly about is if Lightning Storm is going to be in the game at three. Uh, I, I, and and Heavy Storm Duster or Heavy Storm, not Heavy Storm, uh, Harpy's Feather Duster. I always get those cards mixed up. I, I, I don't see why you'd ever play this unless you just are trying to save money and you don't want to buy Lightning Storms. Uh, which is understandable. But besides that, I just feel like Lightning Storm is almost always a better choice. But I, I definitely think running into some Regekis is, is very possible at the local level and maybe even farther. It's funny that you mention the locals thing with this because I'm pretty sure at the very the last locals that I went to, I don't remember what I was playing, but it was probably... Well, actually, no, I have no idea. But I lost to a Regeki top deck. I remember that very vividly, that one part. And I I also remember at the locals before that, I was sitting next to Matt, and I think he lost to a top deck Regeki uh, when he was playing Drytron. But I could be wrong. Correct me, Matt. I could be wrong. No, you're correct. I remember. Yeah. Yeah. It it can be a blowout card. It is not a card to be slept on. It's very format dependent, but it, it is a powerful card, I would say. Yeah. And I mean, I agree. Like, it's it's definitely power crept by Lightning Storm. 
Like, if you're really, like, desperate for destruction effects, maybe you're playing, like, a going second danger OTK or something. I don't know. Maybe you throw Rageki in there. But, yeah, I mean, nobody's going to be siding Rageki over Lightning Storm, unless they're trying to save money. The only possible thing I could see it being good in is exactly that thing you're talking about, a going second deck, like, very specifically a Mech Knight build would probably play that over Lightning Storm, but that's about it. Okay, yeah. Yeah, it feels weird. Like, I, I mean, I remember coming into the game, Rageki, Harpy's Feather Duster, you know, all this stuff was banned, and now Rageki's at three. I don't think Harpy's Feather Duster is ready to come to three yet, but, you know, it's weird to see Rageki there. But it's fine. I mean, no problems with it. It's not going to see too much. It's not going to see any more play than it already does, which is next to zero. <laughs> so, right. All right. And we got our last card on the ban list here. Uh, it was limited. Man, this is a whopper. Yeah, this this is this is another head scratcher. <laughs> Skill drain, pay a thousand life points, uh, uh, negate the effects of all face up monsters on the field. This card is now at three copies. Uh, maybe they're copying the OCG because I believe it's at three there too. So uh, I mean, what do you guys think? Skill drain. The only thing I think they could have been promoting here was the new Battle of Chaos set coming out. Some people play it in Dark Magician. Uh, I don't even think it's that good in that deck. But I know most Blue Eyes players have always played a copy of Skill Drain. Mm -hmm. So maybe they were promoting uh, the Battle of Chaos set with the new Blue Eyes support. I don't think skill, three Skill Drains is going to put Blue Eyes over the edge uh, to where it can be, you know, extremely competitive viable, competitively viable. What they don't, I don't think they didn't think about is all of the other decks that are going to use this. It's kind of like Vanity's Emptiness. Like, I mean... Sometimes if you put up, if certain decks have big numbers, just do your combo, put a few big numbers on the, on the board and then just flip this card. I don't know. Uh, That'll win you some games. Yeah. And it will. And, and like what we talked about a few times that takes a core monster effects. I mean, that is a very core mechanic of the game. I, 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 I don't understand this one. I would have to disagree. Uh, so that's where I stand on that. So I think if we're going to live in a Yu-Gi-Oh world where floodgates exist, I think Skill Drain is the most fair out of all the playable floodgates. I mean, if you can push Skill Drain to Mystic Mind, Mystic Mind is like infinitely better than that card. Or even like lose or lose one turn even, or like uh, Summon Limit. Like all of those cards are just objectively better than Skill Drain. So I really don't think anyone's even going to play it, but uh, I could be wrong. See, like... That, and I, I didn't think of this until you mentioned uh, Verte coming out in the gold set earlier, Matt. Maybe, or Cam, sorry. Maybe this okay, is a man. really roundabout way to buff Eldritch because that was in the gold set. Because uh, they're going to play three of this card, probably. <laughs> but that seems like a really weird way to do it if you want people to go buy Eldritch stuff. But yeah, and I mean, this may Definitely. lead into a larger discussion. Maybe that we won't have here. But I know, Matt, you were mentioning Floodgate effects earlier in the game. I am a proponent of just eliminating floodgates entirely. I think they're super toxic for the game in general, but I think you guys are right in the sense that skill drain it's 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 a little bit defensible. It's not great going second if they already have a board of big monsters, right? It's not going to do much for you there because they already have those big numbers on the field, but I don't know, it's it's weird. I'm not panicking about it. If I had to do the trade of skill drain versus order, I think I'd still do that, where I'd take three skill drain and no appeal order. But yeah, I, I agree. Weird, uh, def- definitely. A weird and one. and and actually, now that you say that, that could be some of their justification. It's like, oh well, they can't just imperial order your uh, twin twisters now, so you should have no complaints. You know, maybe that's where they were going with it. So I, I can agree with that. Mm-hmm. I feel like skill drain's like yeah. easier to play around though, like. Because you can cheese a lot of stuff around it, like, uh, for example... Graveyard like, effects. Yeah, and ma- like mass t- uh, if you like do stuff that gets it off the field and stuff, like you can play around Skill Drain. Yeah, I, don't, I definitely don't think it's going to be like a top-of-the-meta thing, because Eldritch is fine, but it was never... I mean, it was Tier 2 at best. It was never a Tier 1 thing, and I don't think it will be with Skill Drain either. I know it's been terrorizing Master Duel, though. I know that. Everything's terrorizing Master Duel. <laughs> yeah, Max C2. Maybe they're trying to merge all the band lists into one. I don't know. I, maybe. Then you figure it out, though. Yeah. All right. We have one last little section here for us to talk about. Any notable exclusions that you guys can think of? 
that may have needed to be oh, hit, man. maybe needed to be hit for a long time. Right. And then, oh, there's not man, a single card that should have been hit. There's not a single one. They got it perfect. <laughs> of course, we're talking about... Verte Anaconda, man. Like, I feel like that is the elephant in the room. How does this... How? <laughs> I don't... Uh, money. Money is why. Money is the answer. DPE is still getting printed. El Dorado is still getting printed. They... Didn't they reprint Fusion Destiny 2? Uh, I'm not sure. Maybe. I'm, not, I'm gonna right. look it up. It's par- pardon, pardon my 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 sounds real quick because I'm yeah. I gotta look this up. I'm pretty sure there's definitely uh, definitely uh, multiple printings. Definitely, uh, the card was broken just when you could summon like Red Eyes Dragoon off of it, and then DPA came out. So it's, it's, it's the card's even more broken than it was when it should have been banned before. Oh, okay, okay. Sorry, it's it's the new ulti and the new OTS pack. So yes, you know it's it's a money thing. Everyone wants to play those new two. Two copies of Fusion Destiny to send. I, I don't know, man. Like here, here's my here. I, I feel very strongly about this. I'm actually playing Anaconda in a deck right now, so I am a hypocrite. But this this is my problem. My problem isn't that it can summon any fusion monster. Essentially, my problem is that it takes away the restriction. That is terrible. We all know that in in Yu Gi Oh. Copying effects is always a little dangerous. Whenever a card is able to copy an effect and use it a second time, that's already good. But whenever the restriction does not technically count as the effect in the rules, that's a problem. Because Red Eyes Fusion, if you draw Red Eyes Fusion and play it from hand, you cannot summon any other monster that turn. So summoning just Dragoon with nothing else is still pretty strong. Don't get me wrong. But being able to use any two effect monsters to do it after you've done your full combo, that is a problem. Like, that is not fair. And and that's just talking about Dragoon, which is an amazing card. But DPE, I would say Dragoon is the stronger card on paper. But DPE, in my opinion, is definitely a more annoying card and a little bit harder to deal with. So, I don't know. I think it was a terrible choice that they didn't ban it. Honestly, I, I think the game is going to be a little bit rough until this card gets hit. And I know that might be a little bit of a hot take, but I just think until this card gets hit, the game is not going to be in a great state. Anything else about uh, Verte? Yeah, so basically, in my opinion, right, I've never been a fan of hitting cards that get you to a problem card. I've been a fan of like hitting the problem card. So for example, you know, typically... In my bandless logic, I wouldn't be like, oh, Vantana Khan is a problem. I'd be like, Dragoon's the problem. Hit that. But we've gone through a couple iterations of this. I mean, the very first thing that I remember is Super Poly. When that came out, you could just send it with this and, and fuse away your opponent's Oh, my gosh. Then after that, with no discard. That, we have, with no discard, right. And then after that, we have Dragoon. Pretty insane card. And now we have DPE. So if a card is problematic multiple times... Maybe that card is a problem, and I think Verte Anaconda is exactly. A so I, I just I like it's, it's got to be money. I mean, that's the only thing. I think this card is going to continue to get abused. Any any fusion spell that fusion summons from deck and summons a relatively good boss monster is going to get abused by this card. And as far as format health goes, it's not like an official measurement, but I like to measure format health by the amount of feels bad moments that I have. And the ultimate feels bad moment for me is when I am playing against like a combo deck or something and I have to waste my disruptions, you know, because they force you to use them or else these threats are going to come out. You know, I use my three or four negates or hand traps or whatever that I have. And then they just take two leftovers, two scraps of monsters that are just nothing Mm. and then turn them into one of the best cards in the game. You know, Verte to send DPE and whatnot. It just, it feels so bad. And yeah, I think I think it should have been hit. I think it will get hit on one of the next couple of lists. But man, I just it just blew I, my mind. I think the and and I, I talked about copying effects and how that was dangerous and everything. But really, like the 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 problem is in the details. Two effect monsters. That's bad. Yeah. Make it make it dark. Make it you know plants. Two that way, plants even. So you yeah, you know, you know, the part of plant combo. You know, or or two monsters including a plant or something. Make us at least use Orphus Scorpio. You know what I mean? Just anything. But like you said, being able to you know just turn any two garbage trash that you have left on your field into just a crazy boss monster. And then if you're talking about DPE, 
you know, we talked earlier about drawing two cards later on, you know, so you get DPE, which is a recurring boss monster, and you get a pot of greed. That's crazy. That's nuts. Yep. With just two scraps, <laughs> two, two nothings of monsters. It's crazy. I'm sure every Yu-Gi-Oh! player has thought all this stuff to themselves when the ban list came out. I don't know that there's anybody arguing that it should still be legal. So anything else from you guys on that one? That one I'm good. So I had Artifact Scythe. So, oh. yeah, DPE oh. plus Scythe, of course, was like a big setup for a lot of cart or for a lot of decks. Like, uh, Phantom Knight would end on that a lot. And I just thought it was a little weird that you would hit something like Protos, right? Which, you know, locks your opponent out of an attribute for the turn. Artifact Scythe does the same thing, just less specific, right? Instead of an attribute, it's the right. entire extra deck. The the only thing I could think is like Scythe really kind of sucks going second, whereas like Protoss you can still wipe a field, so maybe that was their logic there. But I felt like if you were going to hit Floodgates, you know Protoss Imperial Order, Scythe was right next up on that yeah. list. But I don't know. I agree. I think Scythe. Uh, we see Scythe in and out of the format all the time. It's in a format. It's back out. It's back in the next one. I, I'm I agree. I think Scythe has had its time in the in the spotlight. Back in the day when you summons uh you had Sanctum. You know, if you drew your Sanctum, you could summon it from deck and and but you had to draw the Sanctum. And it kinda not, you know, I hate to relate it to it, but it kinda has that same Anaconda feel. Like you can turn what is the requirements for is it what's the the link, uh link to? I mean just oh, it's Dagda? pretty generic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that what it, yeah, Dagda? Yeah. Yeah, so two yeah, monsters, they're... like, and then and then you essentially get a lock out of your extra deck. So, you know, that was a little bit too generic for my taste. But but it's seen its time. I don't really think anyone's just over here dying to have Scythe in their deck. So I definitely think that could have gotten hit and I wouldn't have missed it at all. Yeah. And I mean I, I do think like maybe DPE is more of the issue. Like, maybe once that goes, which or once Verte goes, which I do expect to happen, people might not be playing Scythe as much because you don't have an easy way to get something out to pop it on your opponent's turn. We'll see. I just thought it was a little weird. Not not necessarily I think it should have been hit. I don't know if I'd go that far, but I was surprised they didn't after seeing some of the other hits on this list. So, yeah. Right. That'll wrap it up for me. I mean, did you guys have uh, any other cards? Anything else you wanted to talk about? All right, guys. Well, thanks for listening. I'm Cam. I appreciate you all tuning in. And if you stuck out to the end, I appreciate it. And uh, that's all I have to say, personally. Yeah. It was great discussing Yu-Gi-Oh! and Yu-Gi-Oh! Facts with you. Yeah, it was fun. And just, you know, a reminder to everybody out there, thank you for listening. Uh, you know, this is episode one, so, you know, may have been some kinks to work out here. But we plan to release another episode uh, in two weeks. That's going to be our tentative schedule there, one episode every two weeks. Not sure what we're going to discuss yet. Maybe there will be an event to dissect there. But, yeah, thanks for listening, guys. And that'll do it for us here at The Scapegoats. All right, see you guys next time.